Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Exciting news. The ESL Empowered, Secure, and Loved eight-week relationship coaching program is officially reopened for application. This eight-week program fills up really quickly every time we open the doors. So you are going to want to apply ASAP. This program is for you if you're ready to get off the dating roller coaster for good. And if you need those internal shifts that allow you to embody a securely attached woman so you can effortlessly attract that relationship that you want. It also is for you if you need the tools for attracting and maintaining that healthy relationship. The program is designed, obviously, to help you bring in that partner that you can build a long-term, intentional, healthy relationship with. And even more importantly, it is about healing that relationship with yourself. This is that internal transformation that is needed when you're ready to step into the relationship that you deserve and to step into the next level of your life. I am personally inviting you to apply if you know that you're ready for help in this area of your life. You can't do it alone. You've tried everything and you are absolutely ready to do the internal work to get the change that you need so you can stop the pain and the heartache in your life and maybe go back into summer, go back into dating, feeling empowered, secure, and loved, and ready to attract that relationship that you're so deserving of. If that's you, and you're like, okay, Dr. Morgan, I hear you. I know I need this. I am going to take ownership of this area of my life. Enough is enough. I know I deserve what I deserve, and I'm going to take action. If that's you, I encourage you to go to my Instagram bio, use the link there. It's apply now. So apply for the program there, or there will also be a link in the show notes. Make sure you don't wait. Apply now to reserve your spot in the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. This is a very special episode with a special guest. We have Danette May with us. Welcome, Danette, to the podcast. I'm excited to be here, and I love the title of this podcast. It's so good. Yes, Let's Get Vulnerable. It's a it's a play on that 80s song, Let's Get Physical. Let's yeah. Get Vulnerable. <laughs> so fun. Um, I want to do a brief intro just so our audience knows who you are in case they don't already know. Uh, so a little bit about Danette. She's driven by a powerful calling to serve Mother Earth and her people. 
She inspires people around the world to step up into the true and full expression of themselves and live into their fullest potential. Her teachings and programs have transformed the lives of millions of people, allowing them to live their happiest and healthiest lives. She is the co-founder and CCO of Mindful Health and has built two thriving eight-figure businesses in Earth Echo Foods and Fit Rise. And Danette published her first bestseller with Hay House in 2018, The Rise, and it's inspired thousands to transform their lives. Her newest book, Embrace Abundance, launches September 14, 2021. All right, Danette, welcome. I'm so excited to have you. Yeah, me too. Me too. I like, we're going to get into vulnerability, which is, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yes. And fun fact, Danette and I just discovered we both grew up in Montana. <laughs> Montana girls. <laughs> I love that. I feel it's kind of hard to explain Montana to anybody when you haven't grown up there. And I think one of the things I love about it, I wonder if this resonates with you, is just the rebel spirit of I'm just going to get things done and do it my way. And yep. Yeah. Yeah, I totally, I always think of the Dixie Chick song where she talks about getting in the car and finding her independence and like living her dream. And I I feel like Montana is just that wide open. I think the song's wide open. Wide open spaces. (laughs) Yeah, just wide open. It's called the big blue sky state. You know, it's so. Yes. Yeah, it's funny when the pandemic happened, before the pandemic, I kept having recurring dreams that I was going to be going back to Montana. And I was living in downtown San Diego. And I thought, no way. Like, where is that coming from? And then the pandemic happened and it made sense to go back to my family's Lydiaker farm. But that was my intuition. So anyways, I totally relate to the wide open spaces. And that really fed my soul during this time, just be back in Montana with my family, middle of nowhere. Yep. Uh, so anyways. I love hearing that. that. You were living yeah. in your own freedom, which is so beautiful and powerful. Powerful. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, there's so much we can talk about, but one of the things that I saw that I know you can tell the audience about is this idea of soul writing and intuition and using that to be the creator of abundance in our life. So I would love to learn about that from you. Okay. Yeah. So just a little backstory though. Um, before I got into soul writing, you know, I have, I was on an evolution. So for example, I don't know, let's say I can't, I got to think how many years ago it was about 14 years ago. I was in like the lowest of all lows, right? I had lost Mm. my son. I was going through a horrible divorce. I was raising Mm. two daughters on my own. I had $47 to my name. I was just in this place of like, I, my life is going to go nowhere. These dreams in my heart are not going to manifest. I barely have two pennies to rub together. I'm eating beans and weenies, like forget the dreams. I've just got to get food on the table. And like pull myself together because I wasn't connected to anyone. I literally lived in kind of this smaller town in Utah at the time. And I have to say, so I started to slowly implement like healing foods and movement and really working on my mental zip code, working on my 
my stories I was telling myself, mm-hmm. my mental health, um, really owning that piece. And I started making a little bit of momentum. And I, I started implementing this business, which is a whole different story. And it's really laid out in my first book, The Rise. But then, and what's laid out in my second book, which is Embrace Abundance, was what I started doing is I got heard about this concept. And you can call it anything you want, but I call it soul writing. And you literally get up before anyone can really enter your energy field. So this is, and now if you're an evening person and you really like nighttime, you could do that if if the energy in the home or the space you're in is gone, because you really want to be tapping into only your energy space. So I, I ideally do it when the sun is coming up. Now there is theory around the veil being a lot thinner when the sun is setting and the sun is rising. So I do it when the sun is rising, I'll light some fire, either it's a real fire in our fireplace or a candle because fire is this idea of transformation, burning, um, the heat, all of that. Right. Mm -hmm. So I light a fire and I really come with this intention that I'm going to commune with my higher self. A lot of times when we're looking for advice, we go to Google or we go to a friend or we re, you know, feel that it's outside of ourselves. And this wisdom is that actually we are connected on a cellular level to every living being who's passed on, who's still living and who's to come. Now you're taking on this belief system that if that is a true statement, then you actually have inherent wisdom. Mm -hmm. And your soul knows it all. It's been here, done that. It knows it all. And so what you're doing is you're tapping into that wisdom. So you take out your journal or whatever it is, your like set writing paper, and you write down, what would you have me know? Now, before this is, before you write this, obviously the intention's already been set that you are communing with the higher part of you, the part of you that's connected to all things, what you can even say higher power with your higher self, who's connected to a higher power, whatever your belief system. And you write, what would you have me know? Now, what happens is when you're first to this, you might just sit there (laughs) and then, you know, but it's like the repetition of this. And just being completely unabandoned, completely vulnerable, like your podcast and writing whatever comes up, not second guessing it, not going, this is weird. This doesn't make sense. Why am I writing about this? Write whatever wants to come out. So your brain will start to funnel different thoughts and you're just writing them out. And what happens is wisdom starts to leak through the pen. And at the beginning, when I started doing this, literally, it was probably day two of my soul writing. I I got the hit. It said, do ads to a Facebook live. Now, when this happened, Facebook lives were just starting. They were kind of like, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a new app (laughs) that's out now, but Facebook live, no one was doing them. It was first time. It's kind of just new thing that Facebook had come out with. And so I thought, that's weird. Run an ad to a Facebook live. And I had a program that had been out and it was called my 30 day new challenge. So I, what you do when you get a nudge like this, doesn't make a lot of sense. Okay. I don't know what the outcome is going to be. You just listen to it. Mm -hmm. And I went into the kitchen. I told my team, I'm going to film a smoothie recipe and I'm going to run it. I'm going to to encourage people to join my 30 day new challenge and run an ad to it. And they're like, weird. Okay. (laughs) And you really want us to run an ad to your life? Yes, I do. It was like a dark kitchen. I just set up my phone. I'm making the smoothie that got 8 million views. That was organic at the time. 
Now, I mean, it was, it was a lot of, it was like a couple million organic and then they ran ads to it. Right. So our business started 10 Xing just from running ads to Facebook lives back in the time. Now, this has happened for me in my relationship. I'll get ideas around what might be going on in my relationship and I'll approach my partner and be like, Hey, this came up. And be like, how did you know? Children, ideas for hiring certain people. It's been mm. So anyway, I really encourage everyone to try this on. It will change your life. I love your story and, and hearing that of being in that place where many people they don't have the ability to tune into themselves or to trust the wisdom because they're so in that fear place that you're so stuck going external and trying to find all the answers externally. Mm -hmm. What was it that you said, okay, that way isn't working. I have to try something else. Was it really just getting to that rock bottom place or how, how did you develop the wisdom to say, I need to go internal? Yeah, that's a great question. And I, what I say to most people is that we're gifted the opportunity to go through the refiner's fire and the refiner's fire is when you're heated up in massive uncomfortableness. Sometimes you feel like you're being burned that you might not survive it. Um, And that's this opportunity of great growth uh, being molded into your fullest, truest expression. And for me, you know, I, the loss of my son was really this beginning of this refiner's fire for me of really this whole evolution of not listening to my intuition, not listening to the knowings within myself. Right. Cause that that's my story is, is that I was sitting in the rocking chair while I was pregnant with him and I was rubbing my belly. I had this rare moment where it was really quiet and I think they were outside. I don't know where everybody was, but I was just in the rocking chair with me alone And I just started to move my belly because I really enjoyed it when he would kick. And I knew he was a little boy and I was really excited to be a mom of a little boy. And I was rubbling my belly, trying to wake him up because I couldn't feel his movements. And I still couldn't feel him. And I remember feeling like, ah, something's wrong. But when you're really good at turning off your intuition, especially when it's a truth that's uncomfortable, like any truth, um, you're not hanging out with good people. You're not in the right relationship. You're on the wrong career path. When you, those big ones, when you're good at turning those off, when you get hit with one that's life or death, you just turn it off because that means if you turn it on right then, you've got to turn it on for all the other things you've turned off, right? That are really big and juicy in your life. So for me, I remember just having this really vivid time of going, you need to run, go to the hospital. Something's wrong. And I didn't want to face that something was wrong. So you know what I did? I got up and I went and did the dishes and I made myself busy. And I share this story for people because I've really worked with the grief of it and forgiving myself because Mm -hmm. I want everyone to recognize that you're being hit with intuition all the time. And most Mm -hmm. of us get on our phone, scroll. Most of us turn on the news. Most of us figure out what friend we can have around us so that we drowned it out. Most of us do not get out in nature because that's when it talks the loudest. Mm -hmm. And I just want you to find your story and my story and, and ask yourself, where am I turning off my intuition? Where am I getting busy so that I can't hear? That's so powerful. And I really feel like this aligns with just the core of healing of that, that relationship with yourself. And I I think of reparenting and how that really relates to what you're talking about, because 
from a very young age, we can learn that, okay, you know, those, those parts of myself that I know and my internal feelings, my needs, my wants, all of it, that it's not important or it's not valued. So then we take that on and we internalize it with how we treat ourselves. Um, so in a way, when you're coming back to this, you're unlearning, right? You're, you're unlearning everything that taught you to ignore that internal experience. Yeah. And you know, that's honestly my downfall and my refiner's fire. It was, I was like, it's time for me to honor the voice. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of people will be like, I don't know if I have intuition or how do you even hear it? And it, it really is start small. Anytime you have a mm-hmm. sensation, play it out, just see and honor that intuition. Or it maybe even, maybe you're thinking it's operating in fear, or maybe it's just a thought and it's not really intuition operate in it and play with that emotion with it, because then you're going to discover more and more, okay, this is intuition. Now I'm like, I'm pretty dang good at it. And I'm pretty like in tune with it, but it took, it's like building up a muscle in the body. Mm-hmm. It's like anything like that. You just have to keep stepping into it and practicing it, but soul riding, getting out in nature are the quickest, I believe, mm-hmm. and the easiest ways to hear so that you can actually step and implement into the ideas that are coming to you. This is so, so powerful. I'm so glad that you're sharing this. And it really makes me think about how normalized numbing is in our culture mm-hmm. in terms of substance use, TV, social media, you're talking about the people you hang out with. It's so normalized to numb ourselves to our internal experience. Yeah. And and what you're talking about and what I've known to be true in my own life, the power of going internal, you have to be intentional about that because if you go with the flow of what exists around us, you will continue to numb throughout your life and not have that internal connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's honestly kind of the muddiest, sometimes not the funnest work to do, but it's the most liberating and it it's the most freeing. And so for those who are like, oh, it's easier to numb out. I'm just going to choose that. Maybe it is easier. I'm going to just be real about it, but it isn't liberating that there's nothing liberating about numbing out. And, you know, I just want to encourage anyone listening, you know, you're, you're destined for greatness. And so we need you to tune in. We need you to wake up and become alive within yourself so that you are this vessel of light because I am you and you are me. So if we're all operating like that, we can light each other up. Very powerful. And I think about the pain there's, I feel like there is a greater pain, but it's also a shorter experience when we are first learning how to tune in. Yep. So it's, it's going to be painful. There's a lot of things that it's like that closet that you just stuffed everything into, and then you go to open it and then everything's falling out on you at once. Right. There's a lot. And it's that short-term pain verse. If we're living our lives numbing, it's this lifetime of suffering that's at a, a lower level, but it's your entire life. Mm-hmm. So it's that whole value of, okay, go through that short-term pain, find a mentor, find someone who can support you through it. You don't have to do it alone, but you owe it to yourself to, to go through that pain, to get to the side of it. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. You're going to basically be molded into the truest expression of who you are. And that's the best feeling ever. You know, we're all, we're always on this journey though. That's the, that's the truth. We can either be on the journey of just numbing out and feeling like that fog and not connected, or we can always be on the journey of growing and evolving and either way it's a journey. (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah, I appreciate that distinction. And really that surrender, the word, I think when you get good at tuning into yourself, you have to also get good at surrender because it's not always comfortable when it comes up. <laughs> totally, totally, <laughs> totally. So good. Yeah, that's so yeah. true. And Danette, so you have this book coming out. And so this is part of it is this process. What other pieces will people learn through um, reading the book? Oh, yeah. So, you know, when Hay House came to me and asked me to write this book, you know, I really wanted it to be a book where you, you know, sometimes we get these books and we're like, oh, this is so good. And you're reading it. But then you put it away and you felt inspired. You felt good. But there was no shift really that happened, right? What I really wanted to create was like you read three to four pages, you receive insight on a particular area, and then a go-to thing, simple thing you can do that day. Like I just, one of the examples in the book is soul writing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But to understand that you can take small nuggets of information, small small movements. I always say small hinges move big doors. Um, These small micro movements in your life of implementation and be inspired in that moment. So three to four pages, you got something, you're ready to go. You can read it all the way through, but if you want to do small snippets, you have that opportunity. And in this book, it's, you know, a lot of us go, what is abundance really? Like, Mm -hmm. is that money? is that purpose? And I like to say that abundance is a 360 degree experience. And it actually is our birthright to be abundant in this 360 degree experience. And that is wealth. That is like our finances. That is our experiences. It's our health. It's our relationships with ourselves, our significant other, the passion Mm -hmm. it's with our children. It's also like the fun times that we get to experience. It's this Mm -hmm. whole gamut, right? The give back that we do. And a lot of times we think, Oh, if I have abundance in this area, I shouldn't have abundance in this area. And it's like, they're actually a web all connected together. And when you understand that when it's your birthright and actually your call to embrace it all, embrace it all. They all feed one another. You basically become this soul expression of who you've always meant to become. Mm -hmm. And it's not ego. It's not something that's over the top. It's just your birthright. Just like if you look in nature and you're walking amongst nature, the big tree or the really beautiful blossom isn't like, well, I'm not going to be that big because I'm too much. They're, they're taking in the water. They're taking in the Mm -hmm. sun. They're becoming abundant. They bloom every year. They have their time. And so I just, I really wanted this book to be that for everyone, um, to really understand that on a fundamental level and actually know how to do it, how to co-create with this energy that's swirling around you so that you become abundant in all the areas of your life. That's beautiful. I know that our listeners will really benefit from that. So that's coming out September. Yeah, you can actually pre-order though. And 
that makes it so that you can get even more bonuses because every every author wants a pre-book they pre-order because it lets every major bookstore know okay this is how many books you need to order so they right. don't sell out and then people can't get the book so it's it's a benefit to the author to the like the publishing house which I went with Hay House um right. yeah and you know what, you're going to get a free ticket to a live event where we're going to talk all things abundant relationships. We're going to talk about sex and intimacy and communication, how to co-create that relationship. And then you're also going to get journal prompts that I do every single morning to get my body, my soul, my spirit in alignment so that I'm abundant each day. Awesome. Where can they do the pre-order? I'll put it in the show notes too, but just. Yeah. Yeah. They can go right now. It's embraceabundancebook.com. And yeah, you can put that embraceabundancebook.com. Awesome. I'm so excited. I know I will be pre-ordering as well and so excited for you. I think, so the audience, just so you know, a lot of it is women who listen. And one of the biggest myths is that you can't be successful in your career and have that romantic relationship that you want. I see that a lot. So and I know that was one of my, my old beliefs too, was, okay, I have to pick and choose. Do I want the romantic partner or do I want the the big career? So that's something we see a lot. So I, oh I love that you gosh. talked about that. Yeah. See, so and I can relate, you know, I'm a, I'm a woman who has two eight figure businesses and I literally started at $46 yeah. and I married passionate relationship. I always say, I'm not married for the sake of being married. I choose to be married. And, and passion's a really big deal to me. I used yes. to have the belief it wasn't around passion and, and success in business. It was around, can I be a good mother and also be successful in business? Mm. And I had to really work on that story. And I even lay out just like the, the relationship stuff for your children, the relationship stuff for your spouse inside the book, as well as finances, because they're all interwoven. When you have passion in the sheets, you also have passion in the business. You're lit up in the yes. sacred chakra and you're basically getting creative ideas and downloads. It's like all ties together. So it does. Yes, you can have it all. Yes. <laughs> And, yes. and it actually is going to actually feed and bounce off one another. Same with being a parent, you know, and it, it's just all about this, this, you can get coaching around it, but really structuring things and being really mindful of each decision and where you're going and then living and operating in your soul expression. Cause if you're just trying to make money to make money, you might, it might relate, you right. know, with your lover or your children, but when you're operating, I, yeah. they're only inspired. I love this so much. I'll talk about how pretty much anybody can have a relationship. You can, anybody can have an okay relationship, but we want to have great relationships that are filled with intention and passion and consciously creating and co co creating secure attachment. And that, that shows up in all areas of your life. When you're intentional in one, you're intentional in all areas. So totally resonate with what you're saying to that. Uh, yeah. And I'm so excited to check out your book and have the listeners check it out as well. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to just check in with you because we do talk mostly about relationships on the podcast and thinking about how this abundance and the soul writing 
how, if you had to kind of briefly describe how it relates to attracting that soul partnership. Yeah. <laughs> you know, put you on the spot, but just kind of how that relates to um, getting that great relationship. Oh my gosh, it totally relates. And I actually just launched a, a relationship program. It was 21 days to attract your soulmate challenge. And actually it finishes today. I, after this podcast, I go live um, to all the people that went into that program. And it's, it's so fascinating because there is a correlation with this intention setting this sacred time with yourself, this communion with yourself and becoming the magnet to attract that lover, to attract that relationship that you're truly desiring. So just one thing that I mentioned, I think it's in the book, but it's also definitely in the relationship program because it's very specific to that. And maybe I'll do another launch if you, (laughs) and we can let you know about it. But um, uh, anyway, what you want to do, one thing that you can do right now for those who are like, I really... I'm either in relationship, but it's a little off track and he is, or she is, we'll say he, cause it seems like there's more people in those type of relationships on this podcast, but let's say this partner, you're just wanting to, to be spicier. You're wanting to feel seen more. You're wanting to receive just a little bit of a different feeling within the love that you desire. Right. But you feel that this is a soulmate. Now I'm only talking to the ones that are like this, but even when you do these practices, They'll either step into it or step out. And you have to be okay with that because ultimately Mm -hmm. you're looking for the truest expression, the partnership, because the reason I created that program before I go into these steps is because here's what I see. And maybe you see this too, because you're doing a lot of this Mm -hmm. talking and maybe coaching around it is people. There's only two paths when you decide to partnership with someone And I'm talking about a significant lover. Okay. This is the person you spend the most time with. You're intimate with, you're communicating with your energies, balancing with them. You're either in a partnership where you're moving closer to your soul's purpose because that energy frequency bounce is moving you closer to it, or it's a complete distraction and moving you further away. There's no in between, even if it's a mute, um, unexpressed, there's no fighting, but it's just null and kind of boring and void it's still distracting you from your soul's purpose because your soul's purpose feels exciting. It has an energy to it. And when you get comfortable being in a relationship, that's just blah, and you're okay with blah, because it's worth, you think it's better than being alone or you're not fighting, you're fooling yourself. And so the reason I created that is because I really care about people being in their soul's expressions. And I see this relationship is one of the biggest ones that where people justify being led off course from their soul's purpose. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm only talking to the people right now who are like, I want my soulmate. I'm not looking for just any relationship. I'm looking for a soulmate relationship or, you know, I'm in relationship right now. And I do think it's my soul expression, but I'm okay if it moves out because I'm so dedicated to my soul expression. So the first thing you do in the morning, I mean, you do it at the beginning, but you first want to literally write out all of the experiences, feelings, traits that you're really desiring, right? What is, what is, so if you're in relationship, what kind of desire, love do you desire? Um, if you're looking for this person, what, what are the characteristics? Then you flip it. Are you being that person? Mm-hmm. You flip it to really do an inventory. Are you watering those parts of yourself? Are you, is there some weeds you need to pluck within yourself because you're not really operating in that way. You're not fully honest. 
you're not, you're sometimes a little flaky at times. There's been times when you've cheated on yourself because a lot of women will be like, I don't want someone who's a cheater. Check yourself. Where do you cheat on yourself? Where do you say you're going to do something for yourself and then you don't show up? Right. When do you say I'm going to eat really well and I'm going to work out and I'm going to take care of myself because I deserve it. And then you let everyone else have your time versus you who having your own time. So flip it on your on the head. Right. And then you go into radical self-love. So I, I really light it out into um, the program, but it's it's not like bubble baths. I'm not talking that kind of love. Right. I'm talking like going through the past wounding, the wounding that was placed on you by your father mm. or a past lover. Um, maybe it's wounding from something else, but it's translated into relationship, going to that point of wounding and clearing it out. And I lay it all out in that it's too much to share on a podcast, but there are modalities, there's somatic modalities, there's subconscious modalities, right, that you can do to truly rewire the story that the brain and the neurons are playing so that you are not continually attracting that type mm-hmm. of energy into your life. So that's my biggest tips on that, but it's all part of being abundant, all of it. <laughs> Love it so much. Thank, thank you so much for sharing that with me. And it sounds like it lines up with a lot of what I teach as well. So I love that. I know I'm always connected with people where things line up and just feel so good. Um, thank you for sharing that. I know the listeners will get a lot of value. Yeah. Awesome. This has been so great, Danette. And there's just one other question that I ask people. And that is, if you were walking down the street, and there's just somebody random and they come up to you and they want to know your best life advice of the moment, not like all time, but currently, (laughs) what would you say to that person? (laughs) This is going to sound so opposite. It just came to my mind and there's probably a lot of life advice I could give, but Um, Because so this one's going to feel a little like, whoa, she's shocking me. But someone gave me this life advice and I don't know, it's popping in my mind. Get a dang good mattress and good sheets because (laughs) we spend a good majority of our life sleeping and going into this like dream, beautiful dream world. And who knows where I believe we're the dreamer of the dream. So get a dang good mattress if you're not sleeping well and get those silky dang sheets that you love and just love on yourself. And it's going to make all the difference in how you show up in life. (laughs) I love that advice. That might be some of my favorite I've heard on the podcast. (laughs) That makes a big difference. Sleep is huge. So I love that. And thank you so much for your time. And I am beyond excited to get your book and I know people will want to connect with you on social media and you're on Instagram. It's just at the Danette May. Yep. Okay. And Facebook, the same. The Danette May. Awesome. And that'll be in the show notes, but we definitely want to hear from you. Whoever is listening to this, we want to hear your takeaways and how it inspired you. So share it to your IG stories, take us both. Let us know what you've taken away from this podcast. And Danette, once again, thank you so much. So appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. And thanks for all those who are listening. All right, everyone. And as always, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. We'll talk to you soon.
You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.